All right. I don't have any outline for this podcast episode. Ooh, I don't even know why I'm emotional, but something wants to come through. And I think sometimes when I just get to talking, it, it channels through me. So the number 33 holds a very near and dear spot in my heart. When I was pregnant, prior even to getting pregnant, I saw the number 33 everywhere. And if you know numerology or you love looking into angel numbers, I should say actually angel numbers. If you're looking into angel numbers, you'll know that this is the number of God. And it's really interesting because if you listen to my very, very early podcast episodes, I share some vulnerable stuff. (laughs) I talk about, you know, getting pregnant, um, not knowing I could get pregnant after having major surgery on my uterus. And just kind of playing with the universe. Like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, this will happen. And playing between the sheets with my husband. And if it was meant to happen, it was going to happen. And prior to getting pregnant, I saw this number everywhere. And I started to kind of associate that every time I was having a thought about pregnancy, I'd see that number. It was like, oh, okay. And then I got pregnant. And... It was incredible. The the moment that I peed on the stick <laughs> in the bathroom, it was like I was watching myself on the toilet. You know what I mean? It's that feeling of like being out of your body and being like, holy crap, girl. And it's like, yeah, can you believe this? Oh my gosh, what the heck? And I remember my heart was racing. I had just gotten out of the bathtub because I wasn't feeling all that great. And Drew had said, just take a bath, take, you know, just you know, take some time for yourself. So I got out of the bathtub and this feeling of like, just take a pregnancy test. <laughs> so I did. And sure enough, I was pregnant. And I remember running down the stairs and in my robe and being like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? Like, what is the right way to do this? I don't know. And he was working. And again, this is the middle of the pandemic, right? We're home. Everybody's home. Um, I loved having, love having Drew home. He's still home to this day, which is so great. Like, let's knock on wood. Like, let's keep it that way. Well, and sure enough, it'll just be something where, you know, he doesn't need to be in that world anymore. But that's neither here nor there yet happening. So, so I started to see, well, I should say when I shared with him, like, oh my gosh, this we're pregnant holy crap and I remember seeing the reaction on his face and it literally to this day was the most incredible experience of him um just being like oh my gosh honey I love you so much this is so incredible and just being such a safe place for me to cry and and shake and be so excited it was like this scary exciting feeling just like permeating through my body but I had a lot of fear getting pregnant I um, whew, did not expect to get emotional, but we are going to ride this wave, okay? So if you're with me, let's just ride this wave together. And if you can hear Damien in the background, Drew's with him right now. <laughs> it's about that time where he's eating. But I want to backtrack a little bit. When I was a young kid, my parents got divorced. Like so many parents, so many kids growing up with divorced parents... Um, it was hard, right? You know, you, you lose a parent in the process and you don't really know like how to navigate 
and in my scenario, um, I believe both my parents did the best of their capacity that they could do. And my dad sort of took a more distant position in my life. And I don't know if this was out of fear or sadness for himself of what had done, what he had done. Um, he had multiple affairs and being the musician that he was, he actually ended up marrying the woman who was like the band groupie. Okay. And this will come full circle in a moment here. So musician dad marries the groupie, leaves the family. And my mom literally does everything for us. So as a child, I'm observing this mother who is mom and dad, who is the one who is putting food on the table, who is working around the clock, who is doing everything she can. We're living paycheck to paycheck. We're also in this house that was my father's dream to live in that she can't sell for years and years and years. And we're stuck out in the country in like monumental snowstorms. You can't even get a car up the driveway. And it's crazy. Three women out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And a father who just abandoned everybody because it was, the grass was greener on the other side, apparently. So this happens as a child. And while it's not the most like horrible way to grow up, it's, you know, our, I learned a lot, right? I had a lot of fear around arriving into adulthood and these pressures of like getting married right? I was like, no way. I don't want to get like, I saw what marriage was. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get married. I'm going to be a free bird, free spirit. No one's going to tie me down. And I found my husband in college and I loved him immediately. I mean, I just, there was something about him. So magnetic. It was just like, we worked together in the same place. And I just, there was something about him. But turns out he was a musician. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Double whammy, right? Interesting how the universe plays out. And I had associated musicians with being cheating men, right? They were just ultimately going to leave you for the band groupie. But I loved my I loved Drew. He was someone that just lit me up like a Christmas tree. Like I just, there was nobody like him. And I had been relationships before and all of that stuff, but there was no one like him. And we got married. And just like I shared with you, we got pregnant. But I had so many fears. So many fears that the moment I would get pregnant, he would leave. I had so many thoughts that because he's a musician, he's going to be a, a cheating a-hole, right? Or he's going to find the next best thing. Or the grass is always greener on the other side. Or insert all of the fears of my childhood. In the first trimester, if you're pregnant right now and you're going through this, by the way, it's okay. All of this was unearthed inside of me. And I was journaling and journaling and journaling all of my fears, getting them out on paper, getting this anxiety out of me. Because the man that I had married was not my father. And I think a lot of women marry men that are very similar to their father, whether they know it or not. And these could be for wonderful qualities, or it could be a wound that comes up, right? But I had to unearth all of these feelings that I was having. They were coming to the surface, and it was just like, oh my gosh, I had so much anger, 
so much anger that came up. I mean, I was throwing, I think I went through like four journals of like, who the F do you think you are? Why did you leave? Like all these things of childhood, like what I would have, my eight-year-old would have said. And I have a great relationship with my dad to this day. It's not as close as I would like it to be because I think my inner child still wants that, but I'm okay. I don't hold any expectations anymore. So first trimester, very emotional, right? Your body's feeling it. You're going through all this stuff. Uh, if you can hear him in the background, he's just adding to our, <laughs> he's adding to this podcast, which is so funny. Um, and yeah, so just all of the, these very emotional, you feel kind of sick. And you know, like if you, when you have the flu, what do you do? You cocoon in, you wrap in, uh, you know, you get all cozy on the couch and you just sort of like ride it out. And that was my first trimester. I just wrote it out. And, um, it was funny because the times that we would venture out, I had such bad car sickness in the first trimester. And if we would like venture out places and we'd talk about like, what would his potential name be? Cause we knew that we were having a boy. Um, and we would be like, well, what is, you know, what's his name going to be? And I, we were really torn between two names. And, um, well, every time that I would say, oh, I just re really love the name Damien. And every time I would say this, like the clock would turn 33, um, it'd be like 2.33 in the afternoon, or there'd be like the 33rd street we would pass by. And so all these little nudges started to come in. And on this 33rd podcast episode, I thought I have to dedicate this to him because he, my son, literally changed my life. And he was speaking to me on the other side prior to him even getting here. And there'd be things where I'd be thinking of him and, um, you know, again, 33 would come up. And so it was like these little spiritual signs left and right of like, should we pick this name or this name? And it's like, you'd say Damien and all of a sudden 33 would show up. Oh, he wants that name, you know? So fast forward to, you know, we're going through trimester two. I felt really pretty good in trimester two, honestly. I think also I've heard that, uh, if you have a girl, you're much, you have much more nausea than a boy. I don't know if this is true. Um, but with him, it really loosened up. Like trimester two is my favorite part of pregnancy. I was able to, you know, get my workouts in and move and just sort of enjoy spring, <laughs> um, into summer. And then, um, it was the second week of July and everything. If you go back and listen to my earlier podcast episodes, I won't repeat everything here. Um, you'll hear exactly what happened and, um, how he ended up coming 10 weeks early. So I wanted to dedicate this podcast episode to him and how much he has changed my life in my ability to trust I have such a deep, 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 deep appreciation for all of the lessons I went through in trimester one. Everything that needed to be unearthed in me about the fears I had of being a mother, of the thoughts of like somehow my husband was going to leave me for the band groupie, um, and just all of this stuff of like past childhood trauma and uh, so many things that I could, that if we were sitting around a campfire, or we were drinking a, 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 let's say a spicy margarita in my living room, because that would be great. Um, the stories I could tell you that are literally like Hallmark 
movies or horror movies. <laughs> Some of them are so insane, um, but I won't publicly share that here. But I just wanted to share sort of the surface of this intention of this podcast episode. And if, you know, if this spoke to you in any way in your pregnancy and the emotions that do come up, um, there's a really incredible process that I sat with through this. And it's a meditation that I'm definitely going to record for you to help you connect to the past version of yourself, the child. And I would sit in meditation I'd close my eyes again, trimester one with my journal next to me and like a million tissues because I really worked through so much. And I would visualize myself as a baby in my own adult hands. And I would tell that baby the miraculous things that have happened in this lifetime thus far and how incredible, how incredible your husband in the future is. And I would talk about Drew and I would talk about the trust and the connection that you have with each other and the things that you're doing and the things you're creating and the love and the connection and and literally the parenthood journey and the motherhood journey. Ooh, and I'd sit and talk to my, myself as a baby. sounds crazy, but it really worked. It really worked. And it brought me to the state of gratitude and knowing that no matter what, no matter what that happens in this life, I'm going to be okay. I've made it this far, and this beautiful soul was about to make his way into the planet, and he sure as hell did come in 10 weeks early. He wanted to be here soon. So funny being a, uh, a July baby. He's a cancer, which is so cool because I'm a cancer too. And I just feel like we have this deep, deep spiritual soul connection that... He healed me in so many ways. And so forgiveness is the greatest gift, is the greatest gift. And if you're at a point in your life and your pregnancy, or you're just at a point where you want to let go of the stuff from your childhood. And I, and again, like everybody's story is so different, right? But if it keeps coming up over and over and over and over and you feel this inner child getting angry and stressed out, try it. Try the meditation. Try this process of looking at yourself as a baby and your adult self holding your baby self and tell him or her about how incredible the life is that you've created. (sighs) 33. That's all I got. I wanted to dedicate this episode to him, to this woman that I've become in the last year. I just, I look back on my Facebook memories that pop up. The first thing I I love when I do open my app, especially with Facebook, is I look back on the memories a year ago and like two, three, four, you know, like literally up until what is it like 15 years ago or something now, 12, 13. And I look back on like, what was I doing this day and posting and talking about, right? And looking at the evolution of my soul and just the progression, which is so cool. This is why you need to post on social media because you get to look back at these these parts of you that have come together into who you are today. And it just keeps to it keeps getting it it keeps what am I trying to say? It keeps getting better year after year. <laughs> it keeps getting better. It gets to keep getting better, right? And so if you have felt any resistance as I cap off this episode, if you felt any resistance around your motherhood journey, 
look back at your past self and tell her everything's okay. Um, and hold yourself as a baby. And my heart goes out to you and wherever you're at in this experience, it is such a portal to walk through as a new mom from, you know, I, I would never wish the NICU on anybody. Uh, but if you ever do find yourself there, know that you have a friend in me. And if you ever need to talk about this, just know we spent 63 days there. Oh, it's hard. And um, if we can get through it, you can get through it. Your baby can get through it. Just keep picturing them in their healthiest, most vibrant self. Listen to the stories. Just today, we were on a walk and one of the neighbors came up and he's like, I just have to tell you, I heard you guys had a preemie and my friend's friend or something like that. Um, he's this big linebacker on the football team and he's, I guess he's getting drafted or something like that. And he's like, do you know that he was one pound and 10 ounces? And I was like, these are the stories I live for, right? So find those stories of, you know, if that is you, um, in scenarios that the kid grows up to be a linebacker or, you know, they're doing just fine, you know, um, a lot of the times I guess they just want to get here soon, right? And aren't they strong? Oh my gosh, my son is the strongest human I've ever met and my greatest teacher and will continue to be my greatest teacher. And we're just so grateful that he is in our lives. And I'm so glad that my life turned out the way that it did and not the way that I thought I wanted, right? That free spirited, don't tie me down, never getting married, never having kids. I'm so happy that I didn't follow that <laughs> route. Still free spirited, still going to do all the things. We're going to have one hell of a party. If you listen to the last episode in the near future, I can't wait to meet you in person. And um, yeah, up, until then, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Didn't know what I was going to say. Hopefully it went over well on your end. Um, but yeah, don't be scared, whatever it is in life, because it's your greatest teacher. I love you all. Thank you so much for continuing to elevate the planet in your own way, whether it's you leading yourself, you leading other people, creating programs, creating offers, doing your thing. Um, the world needs more of people like you. And I love you. Thank you for being here. From my heart to yours, I will see you in the next podcast episode. See you tomorrow. Love you. Bye.